his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This podcast sponsored by Cherry Hill Volvo. A Cherry Hill Volvo and XC40 can be leased for as low as $459. And an XC90 leased for as low as $629. The Cherry Hill Volvo offers are very aggressive. Spring into Cherry Hill Volvo for incredibly fabulous offers. Politics, culture, chaos. It's time to make sense of it all. It's time to have a little fun. This is your afternoon dose of sanity. This is the Rich Zioli Podcast. Joe Manchin says he may be leaving the Democrat Party because they're insane. They're crazy people. So I'm not surprised. I just can't believe it's going to take him this long. But no, he should leave. He really should leave because this is a sinking ship, kids. Biden's approval, 37% approve. Oofa. It's bad out there. It's bad. Good Good afternoon. How are you? How's uh, your day going? Hope it's going well today. Yesterday, if you remember, did a little bit of fun with uh, with creepy Joe Biden and the Halloween. I got them $1.9 trillion relief so far. Because he always whispers. He does Everybody this creepy thing. benefits. Yeah. So, you know, I like doing that yesterday. And just as a refresher, kind of, you know, with a little bit of the, you kind of do a little of this, right? And you kind of do a little, right? And you do... The question is, though, is do we do do we do Halloween or do we do Exorcist? Because that's I love the Exorcist, too. Uh, You know, the bells, the Exorcist bells. I like that a lot. So I guess we let's try with let's try with that. See how that is. Yeah, it's really, it's hard to say, but I think I got to go with the Halloween theme over the Exorcist theme with Biden. But hey, if you have another suggestion for a creepy song to use with creepy Joe Biden whispering, let me know. Just uh, shoot me a tweet at Rich Zioli. I'd be happy to entertain requests. Maybe tomorrow we'll try it with the Friday the 13th theme. You know, the kill, 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 kill. We try that. Either way, it's creepy. And uh, there's a reason why Joe Biden does not give interviews, by the way. There's a big reason. And at this point in his presidency, he has given less interviews than Obama and Trump uh, ever, ever did. And it's it's really a situation where I'm telling you, as you look at all this right now, you think about it with Joe Biden. uh, He's so unpopular. I mean, so incredibly unpopular. 
that even Democrats now are are turning around and going, no, we we're not really sure if the bill is final yet. We we think there might be some chances to maybe maneuver around some things, and then maybe we can possibly do this, or or do, maybe we can move. You know, pot, because they're not selling this thing. I mean, think about it now. You, you. I mean, the extreme psychos are in the Democrat Party. The very, very socialist people are, no doubt about it. But for a lot of the Democrats right now, they're getting very nervous. And so at this point in the first nine months of his presidency, he has participated, Joe Biden, in just 10 interviews, 10, and none since Labor Day. Now, at this point in their presidencies, Barack Obama had participated in 131 interviews. Donald Trump had participated in 57 interviews, 57. So why is it happening like this? Why is Joe Biden not doing interviews? Is it because of the creepy whisper? Is it that? Biden's team says they're quick to note that he often takes questions from reporters after he does events. Not really. And Biden has done no, and I mean no sit-down interviews with any of the real publications, the Washington Post or any of those. Why? I mean, what's, what's the problem? Here are all the interviews he's done. Ready? February 3rd, People Magazine he talked to uh, People Magazine, Sandra Westfall. February 5th, CBS's Nora O'Donnell for the Super Bowl interview. February 26th, Univision's Ilya Calderon did that with the First Lady. It was able to kind of tug him a little bit. You know, every time he would say something stupid, she could, you know, tug his shirt collar. Uh, March 16th, ABC's unbiased journalist George Stephanopoulos, who's always so hard on Democrats, as you know. March 31st, ESPN's Sage Steele. April 30th, NBC News' Craig Melvin. May 13th, he did an interview with MSNBC's Lawrence O'Donnell. May 20th, New York Times' David Brooks. May 25th, The Atlantic's Edward Isaac Dover. And August 18th, ABC's unbiased journalist again, George Stephanopoulos. That's it. Now it's October 20th. So what's going on here? What's going on? What, what happened with this? Where, where, where did it go? Where did Joe Biden go? I wonder about this. Um, one can make the argument that Joe Biden is deliberately hiding right now. And you could also make the argument that maybe he's hiding right now because he's maybe just not all there. Maybe he's just not all there. And maybe Democrats now are running away from him. And maybe possibly now it's a situation where he is just afraid. Oh, you know, speaking of uh, creepy people, the CDC director, Rochelle, Rochelle Walensky. And this is the madness of COVID-19 that I, I just I still can't understand. They're about ready to the point now where they're going to announce the vaccine for kids. And by the way, parents are more than split on this on whether or not they want to vaccinate their kids. I mean, a quarter of parents are saying, no, never not not going to five to twelve. I mean. And about 30-something percent say, I'm not sure, 30%, a little bit less than that, definitely. So it's split. But more are either hesitant or against it than are for it. Which is another reason why I think the Virginia governor's race is now a dead heat. And I think the New Jersey governor's race is a lot closer than polls show. Because I think what's happening right now is a situation where parents are not saying it out loud, but they're very hesitant about vaccine mandates for their kids. And they know that if the Democrats win in either of these two states, the Democrats are going to mandate it. No doubt about that. And even if it's mandated, even if the kids get vaccinated, does that mean the end of masks? Nope. No, no, no. We got to get these little buggers to be under control 100%, right? So this is what the CDC director said today. We have the supply. We'll make it convenient. 
and easy for parents and kids by bringing vaccines to pediatricians' offices, schools, rural health clinics, pharmacies, and children's hospitals. And we'll work, as Dr. Murthy said, with trusted messengers for parents and kids to answer their questions. So we expect more and more kids to get vaccinated across time. Dr. Walensky on schools. Yeah, maybe just picking up on that, you know, after we have authorization from FDA and recommendations from CDC, we will be working to scale up pediatric vaccination. That said, it will take some time. And as I just noted, as we head into these winter months, we know we cannot be complacent. We also know that um, from previous data that that schools that have had masks in place were three and a half times less likely to have school outbreaks requiring school closure. So right now we are going to continue to um, recommend masks in all schools for all um, people in those schools. And we will look forward to scaling up pediatric vaccination during this period of time. I believe Zeke's last question was about the federal mandates and possible impact on holiday travel. Um. Yeah. So, you know, masking forever and ever and ever. We cannot be complacent. We cannot be complacent with making sure your children are completely brainwashed and completely scared to death of everything. Everything. So think about it now. You think it's going to be over at some point. I've told you it's never going to be over with these people. Never. It is never going to be over with them. They just won't allow it to be over. The control over your children they really will never be, it will never be over. And now they're going to mandate this for children. And here's the Surgeon General today. He was on with Savannah Guthrie. Ultimately, the Biden show. administration did resort to mandates in some situations. So, I, I, again, I just ask if you think that we will need vaccine mandates in schools if people don't voluntarily get there. Well, it's a good question, Savannah. Those are decisions on when it comes to school requirements that are made by localities and and by states. You've seen already some uh, localities and states talk about vaccine requirements for kids. And I think, look, it's it's a reasonable thing to consider to get those vaccination rates high. And it's also inconsistent, Savannah, with what we've done for other childhood vaccines like measles, mumps, polio. And what these ultimately do is they help create a safer environment in our schools so our kids can learn and stay safe. Now, the difference, though, of course, is that those other vaccines have been around for a long time. And so parents trust them for the most part because they've been around for a long time. It's brand new. So a third of parents of ages five to 11 kids say they will vaccinate their child right away. A third. That's it. But a quarter say definitely not when it comes to children under five years of, of age. Actually, it's it's yeah, it's about 35 percent say definitely not. And that's significant, too. 33% of parents say when it comes to children uh, ages 5 to 11, actually it's 40%, excuse me now, it's gone. Uh, they say well, they're going to wait and see, wait and see. And so it's split. It's really split. But again, as I said earlier, if you look at it like a pie, well, a little bit under a, a third of that pie says right away. The rest of it, 40%, 30% around those numbers, either wait and see, only if required, or definitely not. So don't tell me parents are not concerned. And when you think about these races where you've got Virginia and New Jersey with two liberal Democrats, Terry McAuliffe and Phil Murphy, who would absolutely in 100% mandate a vaccine for your kids, don't tell me that moms and dads are not paying attention to this. Even moms and dads who vote Democrats are thinking about this. And they're thinking about it in a big way 
and they're not telling anyone, but they're nervous. They're concerned. They're concerned about this. And that's why. And so what I'm saying to you right now is that don't write off these races. And if you're a Republican in New Jersey, I think you have a real responsibility here, a real responsibility to vote for film to uh, <laughs> vote against to vote for Jack Chitterelli. Because Phil Murphy is a disaster. King Philip the Unaccountable. It, it, when it, you know what? If he gets reelected too, and I said this the other night when I was on stage with Jack Shedrelli introducing him, he's running for president, no doubt about it. And so he's going to go even further left than he already is because he's going to have to try to win the base in the Democrat Party. So as wacky as he is now, he's going to get even wackier because he wants to run for president, no doubt about it. And that's the reality. That's the truth. So just keep that in mind. Uh, also keep in mind, yesterday I talked to you about the IRS and what they want to do with the reporting. And Gen Senator John Kennedy from Louisiana is great. He talked a little bit about this. And I, I'm, uh, this comment that he said about President Xi would be proud. It's a very important point, though, that the senators are making regarding the IRS and privacy rights and your ability now to be able to be free from your government invading and looking into your bank account. Whether it's... $600 or $10,000. Under this proposal, the intimate financial details of everyone in this room, of uh, at a minimum of every American who has a job, will be turned over on a daily basis to the IRS. What could possibly go wrong? Um, Republicans aren't perfect. This stuff is crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, President Chi would be proud. Now, Secretary Yellen, who's one of the leading proponents of this squid-brained idea, says we need to do it to catch rich tax cheats. She knows better than that. Why throw the net so wide? This proposal, like a lot of proposals in my Democratic friend's bill is not about public policy and it's not about taxes. It's about control. Mm -hmm. Exactly. There are too many people in charge right now in Washington, D.C. who just don't trust Americans to know what's best for themselves. They just don't trust Americans to make decisions for themselves. Their attitude seems to be, um, do what you're told. Just yeah. do what you're told. And if you do that, we might let you eat meat occasionally. Um, this is another step in that direction. And I hope my Democratic friends uh, rethink this idea. Yeah, but they're not going to because they love the control. Right? I mean, that's the reality. They're not going to rethink it. They love the control. And they love, that's why their kids are going to be in mass forever. It's why they're going to look into the IRS bank accounts. They just love the control. And now they're going around going, hey, if you've done nothing wrong, you have nothing to fear. Uh, this is important news. It just came out a short time ago. So there is the ambassador to China nominee named Nicholas Burns. All right. And he said the following today during his Senate confirmation hearing. He said the following, quote, So, Senator, I spoke often about the issue of U.S.-China relations 
at that period of time. And I believe that quote from the Kennedy School event was directed to President Trump's use of the term Wuhan virus, which I do not think would be effective with the Chinese government or Chinese people or people around the world. It had nothing to do with the origins of the crisis of the pandemic. So he doesn't like the fact that President Trump used that phrase. But and here's the key point. My position has been all along and continues to this day. We need to investigate. We don't know where the how this virus originated for sure. There are multiple theories and that Chinese China needs to answer these questions. So I've never been a proponent of either one of these two options. But I think, as President Biden has said, we need to push the Chinese to come clean about what happened. Right, so so here you have the ambassador to China nominee who, who says we need to investigate. We don't know where the how the virus originated for sure. That's the key takeaway. There are multiple theories and the Chinese need to answer the questions. That's important. But I have to take issue with the fact that he says, President Biden says we need the Chinese to come clean about what happened. How how are we going to get the Chinese to come clean exactly? What's the big strategy with that? How's that going to go? How's how's that going to work out for anybody? How how do we think the Chinese are going to come clean on this? They're never going to come clean on this. And any, any, any evidence that was there is gone at this point. It's gone. We know that. But I guess really the question that we all have to ask is, why is this administration refusing? I mean, just refusing to take a stronger stand against China. Why? What are they so worried about when it comes to China? I mean, you've got right now soaring energy prices. You've got this incredibly expensive Build Back Better plan. Oh, and did you see the poll on that? Oh, yeah. The political poll on that, breaking down Biden's latest Build Back Better plan. And it has some of these numbers here. When you look at this now, 38% 38% of voters, just 38% of voters said the country's going in the right direction. That's it. 38% of the, and, and little love for the child tax credit. It was one of the crowning achievements of Biden's first legislative victory in the pandemic relief bill. But Biden told lawmakers they may extend the enhanced child tax credit for only one year because it's not very popular. Right. And free community college rollout, unlikely to make the final cut. Not happy either. Bernie's dental plan is still in play, which is good because you remember Bernie said everybody he knows is toothless, deaf, and blind. Can't get hearing aids, can't get teeth, can't get eyeglasses. Just a bunch of people running around toothless, deaf, and blind. So that's good news that that may be in there for Bernie anyway. But it's very unpopular. Biden's plan is very unpopular. 62% oppose the Build Back Better plan. Think about that. Think of how bad that is for them. So what they may do is they may establish Bernie Sanders' dental, vision, and hearing plan But it may take years and be incredibly expensive, so it may not be something that will help people right away. There's all kinds of problems with this. And now they're they're talking about scaling back family programs. Uh Uh-huh. Child care and universal pre-K might still be in, but they might be cutting a family leave benefit from 12 weeks to four. How about that, huh? The fuzziest part? Climate. Biden danced around the climate proposals, not surprising, given Senator Joe Manchin's continued resistance to many of them. The president discussed providing hundreds of billions in tax credits to those who use clean energy, but sources said it was exactly uh, uh, unclear exactly what he meant. So this is still all over the place. Nobody really knows what's happening here. They don't have all the pay-fors in there. Where's Senator Kirsten Sinema in all this, you might ask yourself? Great question. She said that uh, we still don't know where all the pay-fors are, and that is the problem. We don't hear a lot about the pay-fors. And without them, you're not going to get her buy-in. And you're not going to get Manchin's buy-in either. This is a very unpopular thing that they're doing here. Very unpopular right now. And this is the time of soaring inflation, soaring rising prices, and everything like this. So people right now are saying to themselves, come on, no, this is crazy. 
This is crazy. Want to know some of the goods that have spiked due to Biden's inflation? Everything. Toothpaste? Toothpaste. You want, do you buy toothpaste? Do you use toothpaste? I mean, you, you might, right? Remember, this is a high-end problem, the Biden administration said. How about laundry detergent? Do you use laundry detergent? Yeah, I, I sometimes do. Not always. Gillette razors, oil and Olay creams, Oral-B toothbrushes, uh, Procter & Gamble said a whole bunch of beauty care, toothpaste, all this other stuff. They're going to be hiking prices on that. Mm-hmm. Procter & Gamble warns of price increases on staple consumer products. Now... I know what you're thinking. You're thinking this is very high-end stuff, right? Mouthwash? Yes, it is, indeed. Only rich people use mouthwash. The rest of us walk around with terrible breath. Terrible, horrible breath. Actually, the rich are the least people who need to use mouthwash. They're rich. You'll be around them no matter what their breath smells like, right? Just to get a little piece of the action. Just to get a little bit. Do a little sniff. Come on. Come on. Give me. Uh, I know. Gross, right? Very, very gross. Here's the other thing, too. The vaccine mandate nuttiness that's going on. It's very, very crazy out there. And a lot of people are saying, hell no, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. This is this is some scary stuff right now. Uh, the former CDC director, Robert Redfeld, who is now a senior advisor to the governor of Maryland, was talking about COVID deaths among vaccinated people. You want to you got to listen to this here. This is kind of scary here. Take a listen. A lot of times people feel it's a rare event that fully vaccinated people may die. I happen to be the senior advisor to Governor Hogan in the state of Maryland. Uh, In the last six to eight weeks, uh, more than 40% of the people that died in Maryland were fully vaccinated. A lot of times people feel it's a rare event. 40% of of the time people died were vaccinated. It's pretty, pretty amazing, right? Oh, let's talk about cancel culture for a moment, shall we? Netflix employees are gonna stage a walkout. I believe it might be happening as we speak. The Trans Employee Resource Group at Netflix is planning a company-wide walkout on October 20th in protest of remarks made by CEO Ted Sarandos regarding Dave Chappelle's recently released comedy special. The Closer. LGBTQ+, ABCDEFGSJ, I always just add all the alphabet letters at the end, say Chappelle made a number of anti-trans comments in that special. Wednesday's walkout. So it's today. It might be happening right as we speak right now. It could be very well happening at, at the moment of, of, of right now at this moment, which is pretty fascinating. The, the CEO of Netflix originally said he was standing by Dave Chappelle, and now he's kind of he's being a wuss about it. Like, well, I should have done a better job of, you know, I probably should have uh, communicated this a little bit better, and maybe I should have, you know, been a little bit more clear, the employees a little bit more compassionate and empathetic. No, man. You're, you're, you're a streaming service. He's a comedian. He tells jokes. You put it on your platform. Stop, it, stop, stop kowtowing to these people. These are, these are terrorists is what they are. These are, these are, this group of people, they're a bunch of terrorists who are, who are dedicated to making sure that they only get what they want. Dedicated to it. Don't give these people an inch. I'm tired of it. I really am. All this cancel culture crap, enough of it is enough already. There's so much of this that, that infuriates me, and most of it comes down to the fact that we give in to these people. Why do we do this? Aaron Rodgers said it great when he said it's woke cancel culture. It's, it's affecting everybody. It's just what happens is a small group of people are just so loud, and they just keep banging the drum, I think, is what it comes down to. By the way, that awful rape in Philadelphia. A woman on the SEPTA train. More than 30 minutes, 40 minutes where passengers filmed it, n- did nothing to stop, did nothing to intervene. 
Turns out this guy is an illegal Congolese immigrant with sex abuse and drugs charges, huge rap sheet, and should have been deported in 2015. But remember something. Philadelphia is a sanctuary city. You remember the mayor dancing to that? We are a sanctuary city. Yeah. Remember that? Remember that video? Of, uh, of the whitest guy ever, Jim Kenny, dancing to that with the white man overbite. We are a sanctuary city. Yeah. Well, this is what you get. This guy was supposed to be deported in 2015. Finston Nagoy. Now, I mean... Right now, you have a massive immigration problem. The Washington Post today is saying that border arrests have soared to an all-time high. According to new CBP data, more than 1.7 million migrants have been detained along the Mexico border during the 2021 fiscal year that ended in September. Detained. What does that mean, though? Where are they now? Are they sent back? Are they still around? That's what I'd like to know. What's happening? Here's another question I have, too. Are we vaccinating these individuals when we let them stay in the country? Are we mandating vaccines for them? No. With all the migrant flights, whether it's at 2.30 or 4.30 and well, Peter, um, that may be early, just not late. Whatever Jen Psaki was talking about yesterday with that. Are we mandating that they have to be vaccinated before they get on a flight? No, of course not. Why would we do that? That'd be crazy. Stop. Why would we do that? Come on. So, yes, if you think about it, as, as you've got firemen now throwing in their boots... Literally, in protest saying, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not doing a vaccine mandate. And you got Travis Tripp, the country star, saying he's not going to play at venues where they have mask requirements or vaccine requirements. Good for him. Because we're letting in all these people into our country who are not vaccinated and we're not requiring vaccinations for them to stay. That's a real problem. I mean, everybody should be concerned about this. Everybody should be concerned about this. Why wouldn't you be concerned? So... Joe Manchin is reportedly considering leaving the Democrat Party, as I mentioned to you at the, at, the, at the start of the show today. And that's coming from a number of sources. Why would he stay in this nutty party? Really, why would he stay? At this point, the Democrat Party has gone so far left in every single situation. What is there for a guy like Joe Manchin? What's left for him? I mean, think about it. He, they hate him. For what? For trying to make sure that we can pay for our spending in Washington? Because he doesn't want to create a, a further entitlement uh, state? Really? That's why the Democrats hate him, because of those things. So why would he stay in the Democrat Party? We know that inflation is way worse than we thought it is. We know that uh, people, the Americans right now, American people are very upset by all this. So what is there in the Democrat Party left for a guy like Joe Manchin? I mean, is the governor of his state's a Republican? They vote for Republicans in West Virginia. He's not going to lose. Joe Manchin will be there as long as he wants to be. Unless he gives into this woke socialist party that is now his party. If he gives into them, then he's done. He's done. But if he doesn't, then he's going to be okay. That's really what it comes down to. Joe Manchin cannot in any way, shape, or form, in any way, give into these people. These radicals, these socialists and everything else, that's how he'll lose. That's how he'll lose. And he knows this. He knows it. He knows. Uh, there's a new ad by Glenn uh, Youngkin in uh, uh, Virginia. Hitting McAuliffe with a new ad saying that it's the seven times McAuliffe said parents should have no say in education. It's a really good ad, actually. And it reminds me of the fact that this is why I think the polls are tied now is because more and more parents are angry at the fact that they don't have a say in their kids' education. Would you like to take a listen to it? It's a very good ad. 
I still believe Jersey and, and uh, Virginia are, are very, very close here. I really do. Glenn Youngkin's taking my words out of context. Something you mentioned in Tuesday's debate is um, you said you don't believe parents should be telling schools what to teach. What did you mean by that? Well, first of all, parents should be telling schools that they want their teachers to be vaccinated. Do you think parents should have a say in the curriculum? You don't want parents coming in in every different school jurisdiction. You alluded to parents staying out of this. Uh, we just want to make sure that we're understanding you correctly. Uh, what is your stance on that as far as what school agendas have to say for the kids? First of all, this is determined by the State Board of Education and local school boards. And that's where it should be. Do you still stand by your position that parents should not tell the schools what they should teach? You do not want 25 parents picking books. We call us reply. We have a board of ed and we have local school boards who make the decisions about teaching. I'm not going to let parents come into schools. I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. Boom. Good ad. Hey, by the way, it's International Pronouns Day. So for all of you with different pronouns, she, her, he, him, they, them, he, him, they, them, she, her, or just nothing at all, uh, enjoy International Pronoun Day today. I've got to run a little bit early today. You know why? Because i got to fill in on Fox News Radio well, today. Let's... So i got to get out of here. But it's okay. I also need to go celebrate International Pronouns Day. It's really a thing. Our State Department tweeted it out. Oh, yeah, the United States Department of State. Yeah, no, they did. Today on International Pronouns Day, we share why many people list pronouns on their email and social media profiles. That's right. You know who does that too? The Taliban. Big on that. Department of State, they know the Taliban's huge. Huge on that over there. Amazing. These people are insane. We still have Americans on the ground in Afghanistan. We still have Afghan partners on the ground in Afghanistan. These idiots at the State Department are tweeting out about International Pronouns Day. China is laughing at us, laughing at he, him, he, her, she, 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 and he, he, and they, there, they, being China, they, there, are laughing at we, us. Insanity. Have a great rest of your day today. See you tomorrow. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.